Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From iHeartRadio, Roanoke Lynchburg, I'm Scott Stevens. Well, of course, with COVID-19 and the quarantine We are all missing a lot of things, and I can tell you I'm not missing anything more than I am missing live music and concerts. But we are starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. Plans are being made for some incredible shows right here in our area, and we're going to talk about that and a lot more. Joining us now is Jonathan Sly. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Scott. So great to be back with you in Lynchburg again. It is great to have you back here in Lynchburg. Now, for those of you listening who don't know, Jonathan Sly uh, had a company called Lynchburg Concerts, and uh, we worked with him, of course, and other radio stations in the area worked with him, and you guys brought some major entertainment to our area, to Phase 2, to some outdoor venues. Well, then, uh, and you really had some big things planned before COVID hit. I mean, I know that our rock station, ROV, was working with you on a rock festival that was going to be huge. Yes, we had ticket sales that were on on, tra- on a trajectory to reach 28,000 per day across three different days. So we would have been able to clock in it at, at uh, including a pre-party at close to 100,000 attendees over the course of four days. And that was a huge, huge deal. We were very, very excited. We were ready to be working with ROV and, uh, and as well some other sister stations and Fortunately, we had the the rug pulled out from under us before we could announce our top 11 artists, but we really took that moment to continue to push the gas pedal down and to stay aggressive and work on expanding elsewhere, which we'll get into. Okay, let's get into that now. We're looking, uh, you know, we went through the the quarantine, a lot of changes. Of course, folks who listen to me regularly know that I've changed. I'm much less of a man than I used to be. Uh, Tried to do something positive during what was uh, perceived as a very negative time, and that's kind of what happened with you. Um, you have a new company to tell us about. Absolutely. So we have a new company called Purpose Driven Events. And Lynchburg Concerts was more, in, in some cases, a, a promotional entity that we were using to help you know, further book and market shows that were coming to phase two in other areas to help cultivate additional live entertainment. And then, Scott, from, from my time producing these shows, I've developed such strong relationships with people like yourself, as well as so many f- uh, fans that I consider to be friends, consider to be family in some cases now. And ultimately, I realized there was a really passionate base here that was looking to elevate an experience and, and, and to be catered to on the next level. And, you know, as, as things you know, continue to develop, then as over the past uh, several months, we just realized we need to have a new umbrella because of so many different things that we, we have launched, which we'll, we'll talk about shortly. Now, of course, there are a lot of things under that umbrella. And the first one I want to talk about is phase two. Now, for those of you who know about the Lynchburg area, phase two closed uh, late 2019 before any of this COVID even hit because of their managing partner, who we all know and love, Gary Shatwell, retired. And so basically it closed up, but it's been sitting there. It's been sitting there for sale. And tell us what developed from that. Sure. So uh, Gary had made the decision uh, a year in advance of the closing date on November 2nd, 2019. He made a decision in 2018 that he was going to retire. He was ready to finally, he had, he'd, he had worked 
countless, countless hours on that facility uh, by himself. And it was the time for him to retire and, and to enjoy Florida. So he made that decision. They had uh, a buyer lined up. And I don't know how much to share versus not. So forgive me, but I'll just say that the, the buyer ended up falling through. And then fast forward, you know, then COVID hit. And that then, you know, the, the desire to acquire live entertainment venues went you know, down, down, down quite a bit. So, right. so from there, you know, meanwhile, our company, which we were just operating focused primarily on Blue Ridge Rock Festival, continued to expand and to, to make several different smart, you know, business investments and, and, and ventures for us. And as that was all developing, it got to the point where in January, I was just talking, um, you know, with, with some, with Gary and some of the different people at, involved in phase two. And they let me know, Hey, you know, things are going really well. We've got some offers in the space. We're looking to close soon. So I then brought the conversation up with my team as well as my partner and in an incredible turn of events that's a whole story for another podcast <laughs> in 48 hours we ended up going from start to finish and there were five or six other offers on the table and we got our offer and it was approved and we entered into a 30-day study period which we just got out of last week when we closed officially that is awesome so good news folks phase two will be reopening but there's going to be some changes to what we know as phase two let's talk a little bit about that what do you have I know you're not ready to announce a name of the facility itself. Uh, that's coming Friday, I believe. Friday at 10 a.m. Yeah, yes, so if you're listening to this podcast, that'll be coming Friday the 26th, I believe. Uh, so we, will, we may have another podcast or at least another article on this website by then. But beyond that, what, what kind of things can we expect to change at Phase 2? Sure. So I think the big thing, Scott, is that we've, I've spent a lot of time listening, listening, studying, observing, researching, and it's been a... It's been a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice, but one of the things that we wanted to see happen with phase two is to create a better customer experience as well as a partner experience and an artist experience. And for that, we have several ideas, and I'll share a couple of them briefly that I think are some sure. of the highlights. Please do. Uh, one is we, we've consistently heard about the issues when it comes to bar lines. Mm -hmm. So we are adding additional bars, additional bartenders, an additional point of sale systems. We're getting a whole new POS system that's top line has a faster processing speed. So higher higher volume and then in terms of, of how many people and, and how many POS systems we have there, how many stations you can access, while at the same time also finding a quicker system. And then lastly, we're upgrading the internet significantly in the space so that way the processing speed can be that much quicker for everything that takes place. Mm. So between hiring that experienced bar staff and making those changes, we estimate that we'll be able to increase times by over 40% from where they were previously. And it was ultimately the goal is to be able to get people to spend more time with their friends and their family doing what they love and their significant other as opposed to sitting in the bar lines and watching the show from afar. And that's something we really wanted to be able to address. Another thing is, did you want to comment on that? No, I was just going to say that is fantastic. I know that I've been a part of that. I've shared with you mm -hmm. um, some of those frustrations of the past. And that is no, in no way, shape, or form a criticism, by the way, of anybody mm -hmm. that was associated with Phase 2 before. But that's been a frustration. Uh, and the Internet is great. You know, I'm always trying to do Facebook Lives there for the radio station or, you know, get yeah. some video on to get people excited about coming out. And I couldn't stay connected. So that's good news, too. I think probably one of my biggest concerns that I have noticed through the years is um, the need for, for some better security. And I think that you've probably heard that a lot. Yes, security is a key point, Scott. I, I mentioned in the press release that that is something that I value at a very high level because I think people, you take it for granted until it becomes an issue. 
Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things where you know ever you remember Harvest Festival, um, you know in Las Vegas and everything that happened the route route ninety one I think Harvest Festival, you know we we did you know we we tried to brew uh, I, I know Phase Two was trying to beef up security from that, but really we're, we're going to overhaul the system. We're putting in new security cameras. We're bringing in a very seasoned staff. Um, we were able to obtain a security director that's way 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 above a normal venue's pay grade. Um, that we're very very grateful to have that just caught on with the mission. And within that. We want to create a safe, fun place for people to have a great time and to feel completely comfortable. We want to take care and secure our patrons. We also recognize the ability, the importance of the, the security personnel being hospitable because they are sometimes the, generally the first person that you see because they're there wanting you. They're there at the entrance inviting you in. And I think that's really critical for us. So that security system, um, you know, we even had, you know, we're addressing some other different uh, kinks in the, in the armor, so to speak, that we saw there on the security side. We feel really good about that. And then in addition, we have, um, we're putting in a brand new sound and lighting system, expanding the stage, um, overhauling the completely remodeling and taking down the box office system, putting in a traditional standard that you'd see at some of the bigger concert venues, a standard box office system to greatly expedite the speed in which fans can get into the venue, as well as giving people week long, they can show up at 3 p.m. in the afternoon if they want to buy tickets and they can go right directly into phase two and meet with a box office representative to get their tickets and reduce fees. I'd like to expand on that expansion of the stage. I know that when that stage was built, when it was uh, Cattle Annie's, that may have been enough space for the acts that were coming. But uh, I know it has been a real challenge for some of the bigger names that you were trying to bring to the venue to have enough space to do the kind of show that they're used to doing. Absolutely. Uh, that was a very, very tricky, tight fit. The, the width of the stage was there, but the depth of the stage was short. Mm-hmm. And there were different occasions where we had to add additional stage pieces to the depth of the stage in order to be able to even get it compliant. And, and occur- right. And then that just messed up sight lines a bit for other patrons. And so being able to go back now, because we have enough real estate behind us to go and push the stage out back, is going to allow a much better experience. It's going to accommodate video walls and other special effects and things that artists are becoming more and more accustomed to. And, and then that ties into a big piece that I know you know, uh, Scott, well, is that there, there was not really much of a backstage area at, at phase two. Um, you know, Gary, was, that was something he, he wanted to have, but it was just a matter of, hey, you know, by the time the, uh, you know, but he, was, he, was, he was nearing his, his retirement and it just didn't make sense to you make that investment. Well, we're really excited to make that investment now and create a backstage area that will be conducive for partners like yourself as a radio and, and media, um, you know, media partner of ours, as well as uh, artists. And that's going to open up the doors even more along with everything we've been building on a personnel side and, and from just as my continue to grow in the industry to open the door to have even bigger artists to come and step foot because they now have that accommodation. Not to mention winter experiences. I mean, if we had meet and greets with artists, the meet and greet, you'd have to rig something up in the restaurant, you know, and and it was difficult. So that will be nice for that. Speaking of the restaurant, you know, people are used to having phase two as a as a place to to have some food when they come out to see these artists. So what's going to happen with the restaurant? Sure. So we are going to announce the restaurant in a separate press release. It's going to not be called the new name of the venue. So there's going to be the overall name of the venue, and then it's actually going to go by a different name. Okay. It's still going to be operated by us. We're bringing an executive chef um, as well as a restaurant manager to handle that whole operation. And we're really excited um, you know, about what we do and, and the branding and how things are going to come together. I can't release too, too much sure. uh, yet other than the fact that there is a massive, and I, I I am very humble that there's a massive, massive giveaway that's going to come in conjunction with the launch of the restaurant, which we hope to do in uh, in this this summer in uh, in accordance with COVID guidelines at the time. Sure, absolutely. 
Well, that's uh, that's good. And, of course, you also know Phase 2 in the past has been a place where you could have some private events. You had the VIP area right. upstairs and, and, and all of that. Are you still going to be able to accommodate private events? Yes, we will. And actually, we're working to, to build out a robust plan um, where we've been actually able to bring on one of our, our new staff members, uh, runs one of the largest uh, private event companies in the entire Northeast. And he has a whole staff and team that handles that for him. His passion is in music business. And he's been brought on and he's got a, a large arsenal and repertoire of, 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 inf- of information as well as um, also just furniture and amenities for us to be able to add and work and to build out phase two to being something that can be conducive for an event of 50 people all the way up to 800. And I think that's critical too because there were a lot of events that relied on phase two because once you get to a certain size, mm-hmm. there there's no other option in town to be able to handle those 500 plus events. That's right. That's right. Um, anything else about the the uh, venue formerly known as Phase 2 that we haven't covered on this podcast? I, I just say, you know, it's it, the heartbeat of, of the venue is going to be character. It's going to be integrity. We, we've been known as being very different in the music business by some of the different principles that we adhere to. But we want to stay true to who we are. And, and you know, we're, we want to be fan and customer oriented first. And our commitment is to put together a staff and a company that, that overall the uh, city of Lynchburg is very proud to have. And there's going to be a lot to release, Scott. We're going to leverage this time well over the next few months now with COVID where things are, are on hold to be able to make these renovations so that way we're able to, to rock and roll, uh, no pun intended, moving forward once we get out of this. Rock and roll and country forward, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is iHeartRadio, Roanoke Lynchburg. Uh, uh, this is Scott Stevens, and we're talking to Jonathan Sly, whose company, which will... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now be called Purpose Driven Events, right? Did I get that right? You got it. Spot that's, on. that's awesome. Well, let's talk about what else is coming. Of course, you've just covered what's going to be happening with the, uh, the Phase 2 facility. Uh, what else is coming? You know, the Blue Ridge Rock Festival we talked about early on in this discussion. Uh, that whole concept seems to be expanding. Oh, it is, it is definitely expanded. It's September 9th to 12th of this year. Uh, we have our largest lineup to date um, by far. I, I think it's actually going to become officially one of the largest rock festivals in the entire country. And I'm really, really humbled by that because we're still going to keep, it's, it's not going to lose its essence in the heart of what it is. And in being fan first, that's what it's built on is the fan driven rock experience and having that local, you know, Lynchburg feel and presence that we've built up with our fans. But we have a lot of things in store for it. We have several exp- uh, surprises and experiences that we've added. So it's going to be way more than music this year too, and allow people to really have a, a great overall entertainment experience from start to finish. All right. So with the Blue Ridge Rock Festival, there's another Blue Ridge festival that you're planning that of course makes me very excited uh tell us about your country music plans for the area sure so blue ridge country festival is going to happen on friday october 1st and saturday october 2nd of this year and we had a very large artist that unfortunately had something take place and so we uh we we were having to pivot here uh he was um one of our headliners and but we feel really solid about what we're able to put together. It's going to be a really, really strong lineup. Um, I think people think about 
Uh, I think there's actually, it had a similar Blue Ridge name, Blue Ridge Festival back in the day or something along the Ridge Music Festival that happened uh, down in Salem. And we're looking to really, really expand. It's going to have full camping amenities. It's going to have a lot of special events, line dancing, special, um, you know, night nighttime performances. And it'll be two full days of country music. And we think that we've put together a lineup that's going to really, really, you know, bring a, a country music festival that can happen annually to this great market of Lynchburg and in Roanoke that is such a passionate uh, base for country music. Now, we're not ready to say where this festival is taking place, right? N- not not just yet that that goes in within our uh, within our other upcoming acquisition we've we have been busy and I have not been sleeping for for many months now uh, but there's a lot of things to a lot of things to share here soon but it, it will be unveiled very shortly along with the lineup well knowing what I know I can tell you folks you're going to be very excited to hear this news and Blue Ridge barbecue and bourbon you're talking about two of my favorite things just with the uh, with the title there what's that all about Yes. So that is one designed to go more into the the independent country, Southern rock, uh, Texas country style uh, of music. Because what we found is, is there's a very passionate, a strong base and contingency of fans here in the Lynchburg market and the Roanoke market that are country music fans. But there is also a very strong base that are fans of acts such as Whiskey Myers and Tyler Childers and Cody Jinks and Sturgill Simpson and those names and uh, and Willie Nelson. And so we've we think that we've put together a, a two day festival that will be able to be about an experience. It'll have barbecue and bourbon from across uh, not only the state of Virginia, but actually across this entire mid-Atlantic region. Some of the best will be there present and we'll be able to couple that with with great uh, with great country music that I think will reach a whole other demo and have some outreach over on the, the Blue Ridge countryside as well. And I think it's something where people have been asking us time and time again for more shows in that vein. And, you know, we've, we've seen some great results and look forward to doing more. Yeah, I can't wait for that event. Of course, if you're talking about it being made in the state of Virginia, bourbon is technically supposed to be called whiskey, but, you know, <laughs> I've kind of become a bourbon snob in my older years. I do love it. Um, and I know there are uh, some incredible uh, whiskey uh people here in Virginia that will look forward to being a part of that, as well as some folks across the line in Kentucky that will make the trip up. No doubt about that. So looking forward to that. So we've talked a little bit about the Blue Ridge Rock Festival, Country Festival, Barbecue and Bourbon. Uh, What other kind of entertainment are you bringing to the area? I know that uh, one of the stations this podcast is on, WJJS, interested to hear about some uh, hip-hop and rhythmic-type music. Sure. So... We, you know, I think, you know, I'll tie it in first to say on the phase two side of things, you know, with the, the new name coming this Friday, we're, we're going to have a diverse, diverse portfolio of events. And so that means that we'll be spanning a wide variety of genres. Um, but we're also going to be doing specialty events too, Scott, where we're doing, you know, car shows and we're doing comedy events. But we're, we're going to work with, with stations like WJJS and bring in uh, very large pop and hip hop artists as well to the space and just be able to, to cater to a diverse portfolio, even, even on the Latin. Uh, side, you know, that's become very, very popular with, you know, uh, many artists, you know, it seems like Enrique Iglesias plays the trail and now Bad Bunny and and uh, so many other acts have, have been able to go and, and further that. And uh, we want to be able to leverage that piece as well and just cater to everyone to be a welcoming place. So when it comes to the festival side of things, 
Uh, in addition to Blue Ridge Rock, Blue Ridge Country, and Blue Ridge Barbecue and Bourbon, we actually own three other festivals uh, now, two of which will debut in 2021, hopefully, and, uh, and the other will debut in October of 2022. And that is one that has a very cool concept that we're working with a very large partner on uh, and looking forward to. But um, in the meantime, we also are continuing to, to kick the tires on different ideas, such as doing something that would be a, a hip-hop, you know, top 40-oriented festival from start to finish and have some EDM influence. So we're, we're consistently looking to work but between the venues that we you know we now will have at our disposal as well as this this staff that's that's now made up of 15 or 16 people from across this country who have very strong resumes we really feel like we're going to be able to to create a, a strong entertainment portfolio for for our fans yeah you might even be having some ultimate fighting going on i understand <laughs> yes that is correct i love that i that watch that all the time that's correct again i i think that you know an event center is something that people need, and while concerts and live entertainment is great, I think people also want to have you know want to have other entertainment like comedy, like MMA, like boxing. You know, mix it up because there's not that's not readily available. It seems like on a high you know scale here in, in Lynchburg, and so I'm excited to be able to offer those things because it'll become something that we can do for you know for all ages, all sizes, and all walks of life. And before we get to our final part of the podcast here, I do want to ask for listeners who may be. Wondering, what about the Matt Stell concert? We were so excited to have Matt Stell coming to Lynchburg for a drive-in concert. Things happened with COVID. It had to be rescheduled. Uh, How is that looking at this point? Still looking like a drive-in show or converting to just a great outdoor concert event? Great question. So right now it's still a drive-in show. Um, We can't, uh, you know, within the state of Virginia's guidelines, we could not elevate it from a drive-in show yet. Um, but we will we'll, we'll keep that keep that posted and see how things go. Uh, ticket sales were really strong. Uh, they had a huge surge, particularly down the stretch leading into the show when it was supposed to happen in November. It was very short notice. The whole show, as you know, and uh, they had to for, unfortunately postpone due to a COVID case within their team. But we feel really good about about Matt Stell. He's got a brand new single. Um, you know, everywhere but on went number one, and now he's got a whole new single on top of that. And of course, he has prayed for you, which was a it was a huge hit. And I think it's going to be a great night. It's at you know beautiful Devault Vineyards. You can't beat it. Uh, we know the weather is going to be fantastic then come June. So we're, we're really looking forward to it and tickets are still available and, and they're at uh, concerts.blueridgecountryfest.com. That's going to be our home for, for some of the shows that we're doing um, on properties that are not phase two or not the actual country festival. Give me that uh, the, the date and that web address again. Sure thing. So it's Friday, June 11th. It's in DeVault Vineyards. It's just outside of Lynchburg, Virginia. And it's, the tickets are available at concerts.blueridgecountryfest.com. Fest.com. Okay, we'll put that, yeah. uh, if you're listening to this podcast, we will put that uh, on the article here where you can just go through and click on it. And finally, John, let's talk about the name of this umbrella organization, Purpose Driven Events. Give us a little bit of, of background on why you chose, you and your partner and, your, and you know everybody you're working with, Tell us about the, the, the idea of having that as the name of the company. Well, I'm really glad you asked that, Scott. Uh, that's something that's really important. I think it, it comes back to a mission that I started you know, back in, in 2010 when I was 16 at the time. I, I really just believe that music has the power to an entertainment as a whole. You know, particularly music, though, has 97% of people, according to a recent study by Time magazine, I think it was 97% of people have an affinity to music. And I think that music just, you think about this past year, the division, you know, COVID and, and, and mental health and all these different you know, epidemics that, you know, that took place. And as well as, of course, our global pandemic, it, it's, it's been really, really challenging for a lot of people. 
And I see music as being able to b- break down all those barriers and unite people and be a special thing where it can create a, a, a huge lasting impact on someone's life. And purpose-driven events comes from the standpoint of knowing that we want to have a, a purpose that's bigger than just music where you're just coming to have some drinks and have a good time. Well, that's great. And while we, we absolutely, of course, that's a huge point, you know, for us to, to mobilize, we also want to be able to attach a purpose to it. And so, the, you know, the purpose can vary a bit depending on an event. I'll say that, you know, on the restaurant and, and the venue side of things, we decided to do something that has not happened in, in many venues across the country, but we're removing single-use plastic and we're overall making the venue very green and sustainably um, uh, sustainably sourced in a lot of areas, focusing on local, working local relationships within the Lynchburg community to get our food and uh, making sure that we're overall putting in a system that is uh, this helping our environment and is taking good care of, of this earth and this planet that we call home. It's uh, it's not something that we're, you know, that, hey, we're, we're going to do, you know, we're, 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 it's going to change the experience at all. We're just doing little things to find a way to pr- provide additional purpose and to impact lives beyond that. We're going to have a very big charity component as well, Scott, to, to everything that we do. And we're working with a lot of, you know, local partners that we're starting to discuss with to, you know, to hash out those details as these events come about. But there's, there's, there's purpose. And, you know, we really, you know, we bring, you know, when it comes to these festivals, we believe bringing people together to create lasting experiences they remember throughout the year, as opposed to just two or three days where, they got plastered drunk and, you know, or yeah, exactly. whatever it was and, 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 and rocked out hard. And so that's, and that's something, you know, it, it, where the community is so critical because we have such an amazing community that really has built lifelong friendships through this. Well, I think you touched on something there. Music heals. We know that. And we know that being, we all need healing to be among each other again. Uh, we've all been, I work at home for half a day every day now. For a long time, I was doing everything from home and it, I live alone. You know, my kids live uh, in Blacksburg. So, you know, I, I understand how isolation can, can really be devastating to your, to your spirit. And so going to concerts and doing events and what little bit we've done, I found myself keeping the space, of course, wearing the mask, doing all the precautions, but being like, man, it is just so good to be among people mm-hmm. again. You know, and I think that that's part of it. And the other thing is we know that music affects us on, you know, on the level of the soul. Um, mm-hmm. I have some experience with some folks who are trained in music therapy. And, you know, it is it used to be that people would go music therapy. But now it's like it's commonplace, you know, and going to concerts, while it might not be uh, actual therapy in and of itself certified, it is certainly therapeutic uh, in nature. So. Uh, we are really looking forward to all of these things that you have planned. Looking forward to finding out what the venue, formerly known as Phase 2, will be called and hearing about the restaurant and all of that. Folks, come back to this station's website. Uh, we will have an article as soon as uh, the press release is done on that. We will have the uh, article on all of our station websites so that you can hear about it. And I look forward to seeing everybody at all these wonderful events that are going to be going on. And, John, Anything else that we haven't covered? You 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 have an open mic. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's a lot to cover, Scott. But overall, I'm just thankful and humbled, and uh, by this all, and and I think that it's going to be something really special. And I'm I'm very excited for it, and excited for this community, and for so many people that I'm I, again I'm so thankful to call friends. So there's going to be a lot to share. I think we gave them plenty to digest for this time around. But you know, I'm I'm always happy to come on and, and love spending time with you. Good thing about this podcast is you can rewind and hear whatever part you want to right here. And, of course, uh, some of this will also be on the air on my air shift on YYD. But we appreciate your time and looking forward to working with you. Thank you so much, Scott. I can't wait as well. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.